0: This podcast is brought to you by 100% Pure. You put in a lot of work to maintain a healthy lifestyle, so why stop with your makeup? We make makeup with fruit and tea, spa skincare with potent plant based vitamins, and hair and body care infused with sea minerals, all in the name of a healthier you. Visit 100%pure.com to shop our clean beauty collection.
1: Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. We are back. We are better than ever. And by we, I mean myself, Roy Burton, and my tag team partner, the man uh, who I call Chris Dostraps. One, Chris Domingo, Mister Domingo, how are you doing? this fine. Air quote Saturday morning, sir.
2: One of these days, Roy, I'm gonna say, yeah. Um, life, uh, changed significantly since our last podcast. But I'm pretty sure that we've said that what like <laughs> five five times in the last three months.
1: Yeah, but no, it really has changed significantly since our last <laughs> podcast. Uh, again, because we've been on, we've been off for a few weeks, but now we're back again. We're better than ever. Again, it really wasn't the time to kind of like talk hardcore sports, um, you know, given everything that was going on. But we are back, and we have a lot of stuff to get into uh, on this edition of the Broad Street Line. Of course, we're going to talk about the recent events that have led to players, teams, and leagues voicing their support for the Black Lives Matter movement, including local players, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, we'll also talk about some news that's come out of the uh, the NFL and the NBA as both of those teams are getting ready, hopefully to play some games this summer and this fall and baseball continues to be baseball despite all of this the one sport That's that not you, a compliment, yeah, 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 the one sport that you think would kind of get this thing right given the fact that they've gotten it wrong so many other times they can't afford to get it wrong once again And
2: and it's the one sport that you that this is more feasible than any
1: than any Baseball still continues to be baseball. We have no resolution, despite what John Heyman continues to tweet every <laughs> other day. So we got a lot of stuff to get into on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout outs, sir? Uh no. Shout outs, as always. Please, actually, before that, any shout outs, please follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play, and Spotify. As we always do. All of our episodes are up on those on those sites and Spreaker Radio as well. Again, every episode that we do, although we've only been doing the ones for uh, Philly Cam are on Spreaker.com again, wherever you get your podcast as well. Also, on, man.
2: We, sorry, yes, we are sorry, we are almost on our 10-year anniversary.
1: 10. 10 <laughs> years, 10 years of doing this. The uh, Sean just,
2: Spears anniversary.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh also give us a follow on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS liner. There. There's actually sports for us to tweet about once again.
2: Premier golf, League.
1: Golf is back. I watched a lot of Premier League yesterday. Well, April, <laughs> yesterday, Wednesday earlier this week. I watched a couple of Premier League games. There's golf this weekend. There's some NASCAR this weekend. There's a lot of sports going on. What are you what are you tweeting about this weekend?
2: All I know is I opened up an app that I didn't open for like three months and it felt, and it just felt normal. The FanDuel app.
1: Oh, I thought it was going to be like Fox Bed or something like that. Okay. Oh, same. No, same, no. same. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> it's
2: like, it's like, I, I think we all understand that. Like, there's a lot of important stuff happening, but it's like, is it wrong to like, just want to get like 5% normalcy
1: back? Oh no, not at all. Not not I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong. We'll talk about that later on in the, in the NBA. No,
2: because, because I think this is like a good,
1: because like, because a lot of
2: people like uh, Kyrie Irving or, or Dwight Howard or or, or or someone's like, no, we can't get the normal. Like we need to keep like this sort of thing going. But I asked the question: Is it possible to do both?
1: Do- well, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I don't
2: want to. No, it's like it's like like, and I think what people forget is like, I, I mean these NBA players. I know they're I, I know the like, predominant. They're predominantly black men but you know what they are human beings that just want to make a living and make money like i I mean i think that gets lost and it's like i know people don't want to admit that money is important but like like and i think dominique foxworth said it's like like to to go a season as a professional athlete without playing your sport is like like that's like one less year of earning power and that's important
1: and and it's important and let 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 me set everything up first yeah. and we'll we'll get back to that. So of course as everybody is aware of of course everything's going on the big story um that's going on um is is of course these uh, the black lives matter the black lives matter protests and everything going going on so, uh, surrounding that as well. Um again these are all uh, in response to multiple incidents of of extrajudicial judi- killings. Ahmaud Arbery, Brianna Taylor, Richard Brooks the other night in, in Atlanta and george floyd in minneapolis on on memorial day which was kind of the catalyst uh for a lot of the protests that that we've seen all across the country and all across the world um stephen jackson was a good friend of uh, george floyd in minneapolis so we've seen stephen jackson front and center uh for a lot of these uh for a lot of these protests he's been one of the uh the loudest spokesmen in terms of trying to fight for uh fight against police brutality fight for racial equality uh, but players and teams and even leagues have voiced their support for the Black Lives Matter movement and for the fight against social justice. Uh, there was, you know, after, um, you know, I guess probably a week or so after George Floyd was murdered, uh, basically every team put out a, a, a statement um, on twitter you know again there were varying degrees of statements and people were parsing the statements and we're not going to do all that i'm just we're starting, i'm not i'm not wasting my time with that but people were parsing the statements <laughs> saying what people said and what didn't they didn't say and the words they said and they and he, and he didn't say and look it's like this is cool and all that you use
2: like, a comma not a per- period for this yeah. you should be cancelled
1: Right, like, and like again, I don't expect that. I don't expect hockey, which has never been the bastion for for racial equality, to come out and say Black Lives Matter. However, however, you, know. you heard NASCAR. Right, you heard, but you heard, you heard NASCAR. But I don't want to say more importantly, but and we'll get to the NASCAR thing in a second. But almost as important, one of the first people, one of the first people in front of all of this was our guy, our quarterback, yep. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. The first, this was, I think was three days after uh, George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis. Carson Wentz, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, was one of the first players or teams or front office people to issue any sort of statement. Um, He posted, here's a snippet of it, quote, been thinking about the George Floyd situation and thinking of the words to say and coming up empty. All I know is that the institutional racism in this country breaks my heart and needs to stop. Can't even fathom what the black community has to endure on a daily basis. I'll never know the feeling of having to worry about my kids going outside because of their skin color. This was, first of all, it was an amazing statement by Carson Wentz. And again, when it came out, like the first, my first response was, he didn't have to say anything. Like he was not under, he was not obligated. Like I didn't, I wouldn't you don't, feel, you, any you don't sort think of way. so at that point. Yeah. Yo, okay.
2: You know. Yeah. No. And I think what I took out of it was, what was it's, was, how genuine it was! Like mm-hmm. he he quoted scripture. He because like that's because Carson Wentz is a is a is a God fearing man, and 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 he put out scripture and he said, like in so in in so many words, yo. Oh, I grew up in North Dakota. There weren't mm-hmm. many black people in North Dakota, so I I have no idea. And I and that's where I think for me is it's cute to make a statement or like I, I mean at this point I think it, it's almost required, but. Make this like if you're going to make a statement, make it even remotely genuine. like
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, like I don't I don't fault anybody for not making a statement. But like you said, if you're going to make a statement, you know, you know, make it genuine. And and, you know, because again, like Carson Wentz had his statement. Zach Ertz came out with a statement either the same day or the, the day after. And again, that was similar to Carson Wentz along a similar vein. Again, he quoted scripture, I believe, as well, um, because again, he's a God fearing man as well. But to have the to have the those be the you know two of the first people to come out to make a statement, I really I think it kind of speaks to the character of who they are as men. Period. Like, yeah. Period and,
2: and 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 doesn't it help that like your your like that the that one of your favorite teams, the team that you, I guess, expend so much effort and like time on, good dudes like it mm-hmm. like like for me like for, it, it might not be a prerequisite, but it helps.
1: No, it absolutely—it's easier to root for these yeah. guys if you know they're good human beings. I mean, it's—it's it's really that simple. Um, but again, like they weren't the only local guys, obviously, to, to say some things or do things. Um, Tobias Harris and Matisse Lybal—we've seen them at multiple protests in Philadelphia. Um, he's not technically a local guy anymore, but Malcolm Jenkins—he's um, been at several protests. He's been very vocal. He's now a commentator for CNN, uh, talking about these issues. Again, this is like you know when things like this again sadly happen. You know, you kind of expect Malcolm Jenkins. Like you expect to see Malcolm Jenkins. There's certain guys you expect to see. You expect yeah. to see Malcolm Jenkins front and center at, at these things.
2: Well, you heard I, Malcolm Jenkins a lot more than, uh, than I guess like you, you thought he was like because he was at the forefront of of the Drew Brees Yahoo Finance interview and then the. What happened in the last, <laughs> in those preceding 48 hours, which was wild.
1: Well, yeah, no, which which is crazy. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But I want to get back to your NASCAR point because, again, this is how big this has been. This is this has kind of grown so huge that even NASCAR, which never talks about anything, which never, you know, brings yeah. up social injustice or it never even kind of goes on this path. Quote, unquote,
2: not trying to offend, whatever the hell that means.
1: Exactly. NASCAR made a move this week. Um whether it was a response to Bubba Wallace, I'm not sure. But Bubba Wallace, the only uh, African American NASCAR driver on the main circuit, he organized a number of fellow drivers to put together a video uh, which condemned racism and condemned police brutality. Which, again, in and of itself, is huge because, again, Bubba Wallace, the only African American driver. I think there's only one African American pit member, pit crew member, in the, on the main circuit. Uh, so for him to get fellow drivers to say. You know, racism's wrong. Police brutality is wrong. You know, on video, that in and of itself was a huge deal. Um, but then NASCAR, you know, a few days later, <laughs> issued a statement banning Confederate flags from racetracks. Now, if anybody's ever seen a NASCAR event, it's ever been, have you Have you been to one, right? No. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't know if you've been. I don't, I don't know if you might have been the one. My, no. My, my, no.
2: <laughs> Once again, to quote the uh, the great philosopher LaBarball Ball, in your lane." But but now, <laughs> but now I don't even know if if that's not my lane. Like it, it's like one of those things where and 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 I would like to commend NASCAR for 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 being a little forward thinking, but and 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 not to like be the capitalist in me, but I don't believe that there is some sort of like I don't know like these companies aren't having their accountants crack like like crunch numbers to say like yo is this cool to do now like because this they weren't doing this four years ago or or three years ago like but i think once again that's why i feel like this whole this whole movement feels a little different now because Mm -hmm. you have people that 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 either i don't say they weren't paying attention but they weren't um they weren't feeling invested I do feel like a lot of people are invested now, and I think, and, and, and one NASCAR's like NASCAR's fan base is flatlined, like right. they, they peaked. So they're saying, okay, we can't rely on this demographic. I'll leave that demographic to, to the imagination. They're like, yo, we might need a Sean Domingo to like I don't know talk about NASCAR on on his podcast. Like like it's just like that ex that that being a, that accessibility leads to. I mean, I've seen a lot of people that never tweeted about NASCAR, tweeted about NASCAR.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Alva Kamara. Alva Kamara yes. for the Saints was like, yo, man, I'm down like four flat tires. NASCAR, this is my new thing. NASCAR, here's a, here's a statement from NASCAR. Quote, the presence of the Confederate flag at NASCAR events runs contrary to our commitment to providing a welcoming and inclusive environment for all fans, our competitors, and our industry. And like you said, you know, whatever racists, and they're racists, who will be offended by the NASCAR not having, not not allowing the Confederate flag at racetracks is probably no. It was probably going to be out outnumbered by the people like yourself, like myself, like people who who are, who at most were passing NASCAR fans, kind of embracing the sport now because again, I followed
2: NASCAR on Twitter and Instagram. There like you go. I, 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 and and I, and that's what I feel like now is, and this is kind of like a second. It's like okay, and. If you're about it, be about it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna like if you feel a strong way about like a certain the, the the way certain things are going, don't put like don't buy the product. Like I saw Starbucks was uh just just being jerks about like I don't know not letting people wear like like BLM stuff. Won't be buying Starbucks anymore. Like, but it's like that's where and that's where I feel like because I like there's just. Well, there's just a lot of discourse that's just mm-hmm. crazy but it's like i feel like the I hate to say it the, the power of your dollar still counts a lot with mm-hmm. these companies and it's like and, and it's like the only way to apply pressure on these companies is to spend wisely or right. spend socially or like like I, I don't know like i don't know how else to put it but like i don't know like that's why you that's why a target is doing this Or like, or like every big company because they know that like Heck, they see the people that go into Target. It just ain't
1: middle-aged white guys. Mm-hmm. No, it, we've said it before in this podcast. You know, you vote with your wallet, right? Yes. Like, like you, like, well, yeah, we'll, we'll vote at the polls, too. Well, but like, too. Yeah. Well, well, yeah,
2: please, please. No, but, like, before <laughs> that, like, I, I I, mean, that's how, and like, I, I mean, like, goes to supporting black businesses, but to supporting, like, Ben and Jerry's. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, I had no idea they were about it. <laughs> ben and Jerry's been about it. and They're yeah, like hot. <laughs> you know, well, I know they're like they're like weed, weedy hippies, but I just didn't know they were <laughs> like like. But they're ten toes in, mm-hmm. and, and it's like if, if you want companies to be ten toes in, maybe support them a little more. Maybe, right. maybe spend, but that's why. Like, and, and I and I read a little bit on there. Like they pay their they pay their employees a lot more than you would think an, an ice cream company would. But that's probably why they charge six bucks a pint. But I mean, it goes back to just right. j- just use your money. Just think of your money as power. I, I, I mean, did, did they write a song about that?
1: They did. And but I, I want to get back to your point because it was a very good. A lot of companies, you know, are out there crunching the numbers to see what makes the most sense financially. Of in, in, you know, in this in this case. Keep, keep an eye, Keep an eye on these companies six months from now. All right. Yeah. Keep an eye on these companies a year from now. Because a lot of these are just doing. A lot of these are just paying lip service and just doing this and hoping, hoping this you know you know blows over. And then three months from now, six months from now, yeah. they'll be just, they'll be the same trash <laughs> companies they were before.
2: Yeah. Come on. You don't think so?
1: Just kind of keep an eye on that.
2: Yeah. You don't think the commissioner of the NFL had his general county department working hard before he sent that message?
1: One thousand <laughs> percent. One thousand percent.
2: And, and, and um, it's not. And it's not to say that like <clears throat> these these teams, like like these companies or these leagues want to do this. But once again, it all comes back to money, and it will always oh, come man. back to money.
1: It always comes back. It always comes back to money again. And once you can affect people's bottom lines, what you yes. can affect people affect people's income statements. Then then then. You might see some of some of the change that that we all or most of us want to see. But I is mean, that I'll okay?
2: It. It, 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 like, it, it, is that a like like obviously that's just screaming "quote unquote" paid capitalism. Right. But I mean, like it, like, but once again, use use the weapons like right, like like that killer Mike's that killer Mike's speed said just like literally use like I don't know like p- plan strategize like I don't know do all that stuff to. To really, because that really is the way to basically enforce change. Exactly. Is to strategically use all your might, your 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 bully power to mm-hmm. like to, to to get change.
1: Exactly. And again, like this is the perfect time, given everything that that's going on, this is the perfect time for all this stuff for for people, organizations, communities to use their power because, like you said, like we like there's a there's a definite shift. Like the air is different now. It's, yeah, it's a different shift than it was four, five, six years ago. Um, so there's a de- So now is the time to kind of use your power, use your leverage to to make a change. And again, the change is gonna it's gonna be glacial. It's gonna take time.
2: Right? Yeah. No, like, no, but is that okay? Like, I I mean, or like, well, or I I think you or some other, I think that dude Nate Jones is like the game is the game. game, like, is the game. <laughs> and like if you understand that, you'll. You'll like, you'll I guess accept the incremental changes that that are happening.
1: Yeah. And again, a lot of people aren't willing to accept no, it. Again, no, that, no. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But but you again, mean like,
2: Twitter.com? Well,
1: well, yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, look, like a lot of the stuff that 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 you know we're we're going to talk about, we've talked about on the show that people are fighting for. A lot of this stuff is the same stuff people were fighting for in the 60s. Yeah. A lot of the same issues. All right. Some of that stuff, again, over the past 50 years. Some of that stuff's gotten better some of it hasn't yeah will we, will we be better off 10 20 years from now I'm pretty I feel confident that that's yeah. the case but will everything be all peaches and cream as Alan Iverson would say oh you know, in a couple of years no of course not like it's going to be glacial but if we can make incremental steps you know little by little by little we can make this world a better place for our the next generation and the generation after that and everything after that again a lot of people as we talked about offline a lot of people that that we no follow, see out there are idealists, and they want everything now. And I get it; I understand that. That's not realistic. Let's make as much change as possible. Again,
2: but is it okay. But is it okay to operate in a realistic manner? Like, because I, I think you have to no, no without looking like public enemy number one.
1: Well, that's yeah. That's that's the yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: no, but I think like I think that's why sometimes it's good to get off social media i.e. Twitter is to mm-hmm. get like because man Twitter really is just a small microcosm of the world yeah. it, it's a, like a yeah. beyond like it's a minute like a lot of people don't feel that way and I think if you're on if you're on that medium so much you're starting to think oh th- oh the 10 people near me oh uh, oh must feel the same way it's like no they don't
1: no 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 no, no. Uh, recently now sometimes social media see how the world is at large and understand this or really think or how people really feel i want to say one more thing before we break i'm glad to see people and i mean a lot of people don't look like me and don't like a lot more than i've ever seen. and i think be just be people who love us we're fighting for the change. For the yeah. change. I mean, it me or it was just you? I've seen a lot of that. Again, going back to the Carson Wentz and, and the Zach Ertz, and that Joe just wrote a piece on the Tribune that says it's not a. It's good to see the things community because that's what we.
2: Yeah, no, I think that. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I, no, I think that um, we love this term uh, a lot here, or I love it anyway. It, it feels like the white moderate has a has ha, ha, has a flip to that side. <laughs> no, I, because because I, I always felt like that demographic was was yeah. was was, was kind of neutral or even slightly leaning towards the, the side of 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 police brutality. But I think now they're just like. Oh, okay, okay. This is really screwed up, and we need to we, we need to pick a side. And, and I think once again, I like people don't ever right. want to use the M word, but I mean, like, like those are the people that that are that you work on. Like, there's just a segment of people that are just beyond beyond reproach, and just leave them be. Like, I, I'm mm-hmm. not like I'm not trying to like change right. them, but like maybe like have maybe have a discussion with a couple like it's just flip just flipping a couple people every few days will will make a hell of a lot of difference
1: right exactly like everybody like you said like there's a certain percentage that's not going to be flipped and that's fine
2: don't deal with them you're not going to
1: flip everybody else yeah yeah. and you're not going to flip everybody else over the next month you know but like you said Mm -hmm. over time you know we'll see and i think we will you'll see more and more people kind of you know, wake up, you know, become the, the, the allies, become the anti racists you know, stop being the like you said, the white moderates, you know, yeah. and, and there and, was and a rally
2: in Berwyn, PA. I don't know if you ever Mm -hmm. been to Berwyn, PA, but that is not the place I would have expected a Black Lives Matter rally to happen.
1: (laughs) Right, and again, like you know, like that's just the first, you know, that's just the first step. Like there's going to be rallies, and then there's going to be, you know, in Berwyn, PA, there's going to be people organizing groups, and there's going to be, you know, legislation, and there's going to be, you know, again, but these things are going to take time. Yeah, things are going to take time. So, um, again, I'm just glad to see more people who don't look like me and you, you know, you know, fighting for this, which is good. Because again, that's what needs to happen. Um, that's what needs to happen in order for change. Because we have that that players' coalition. They they signed the uh, they signed a letter and sent it to Congress. It's fourteen hundred coaches, players, and executives. Um, did, you a bill. The,
2: did you see some names on that? Did you see some
1: names on that list? I did. Carson J. Wentz is on that list. Steve Kerr was on that list. Greg Popovich was on that list. Again, people who don't look like us on that list. So, no, and, and I think because
2: I think this guy is the perfect example of maybe flipping. A couple people to the other side. It's the same dude a couple year a few years ago who had a MAGA hat in his locker. Mm-hmm. And like I, I I mean, like that he's the type of dude because I I, I mean like I, I just feel like Tom Brady, like I know we're supposed to hate the guy, but I feel like <laughs> he wants to be on the right side. And I think it's just like like education and just like and just having having conversations. And then like I, I mean this guy did not didn't sign the thing. But a guy who kind of just had this, like, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, self-reflection was was a wrestler My one of my favorite wrestlers, Randy Orton. And it's like, but of course, like, I felt like it was like a evolution and self-reflection and like, isn't that what we're trying to do here? But it's like, oh, why was he on the side in the first place? I'm like, oh, God.
1: <laughs> you said evolution so i'll see what you did there uh, that,
2: uh, you uh, I, didn't, I didn't even mean it <laughs>
1: that was good that was good that was good stuff uh but yeah but that's that's where we are that's how we feel again that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody um how we feel about about this issue but again we're i mean obviously we have we're going to talk about it more in the next segment but again it's just good to see you randy orton you know randy <laughs> orton you know some people
2: no no like i would love <laughs> to see like the top five list of like entities or like athletes or entertainers that you were like, wow, wasn't expecting that from you, dude.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's still in that top five, definitely. He's 1,000% <laughs> in that top five. Now, now, if AJ Styles does it, then I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll lose my mind. Yeah,
2: or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't hold your breath for him or Mark Calloway.
1: <laughs> not, not at all. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the other side. We'll talk more about this, including – my favorite story probably of the quarantine the whole drew breeze saga chris mentioned it off the top we'll get into it in a little bit you're listening to the broad street line on 106.5 fm wppm lp philadelphia are you ready let's make some noise come on <laughs> Welcome back, Roy Burton, Chris Domingo. Segment number two, The Broad Street Line, Philly Cam Radio 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. We are going to get into the Drew Brees stuff in a second. However, as we are taping this, there's breaking <laughs> news that is going on right now, ladies and gentlemen. Which, on a will Saturday. Probably, which will probably be old by the time you actually hear this on a Saturday. But that's neither, neither here nor there. One of the best safeties in the NFL um, is is requesting a trade from the New York football Jets. Jamal Adams.
2: Hasn't he been trying to get traded for like two years?
1: It's been a while. It's been a long time.
2: Just had, <laughs> why, so. are, why don't the Jets just re-sign him?
1: They have no talent. Well, I don't. he don't want to be there no more. So if you don't want to be there no more, I don't want you there. So I get it. On his list, he will welcome a trade to seven teams. He has a list of seven teams he <laughs> Oh, would like God. To welcome a trade to. One of those teams, ladies and gentlemen, the Philadelphia Football Eagles.
2: So basically, this is what I have to suffer through for the next for the weekend is oh my God, at Jamal Adams, come to Philly, fam. Come, come to Philly. Philly. Fam. Oh, oh, oh no. Um, I'll buy you your first cheesesteak, uh, Jamal.
1: Jamal Adams is going to get so many cheesesteak emojis. Is there a cheesesteak emoji? Is there one? Yes. There, okay. All right. He's going to get so many cheesesteak oh, emojis. Oh, no. He's going
2: to get a lot of voice tweets. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jamal Adams. Come to Philly, bro.
1: I don't even know financially if it could work. I'm sure they can make it work. And look, there's a relationship there with Joe Douglas there. So, I mean, again, maybe there's something there. No, but, like, is
2: that <sighs> what the Eagles need right now?
1: No. Well, no. I mean, they don't not need it. but I No, mean, like, no,
2: no. They need... Like I'm just glad that we can actually talk about the on-field product whenever the hell this on-field product comes on the field again. Yeah. But it's like I like I still go back to, do we know what what to expect from this wide receiving core? I no, mean I don't. know I mean I know Carson went to Texas to like hang out. Shockingly, there wasn't a dude there. Not not a surprise. <laughs> H- hanging out with the rookies, uh, but I'm like I, I still don't know. I still don't know, like, what to expect. Is this a a deep playoff run team? Is this a a a you're capped out at a division winner team? I don't know.
1: Well, I know all we all we know for certain because Doug Peterson says is that Jalen Rieger is going to learn um, Deshaun uh, Deshaun Jackson's position, so he's going to be the Z receiver. He's going to be behind Deshaun Jackson, so there will not be Deshaun Jackson and lining up alongside. Jalen Rieger at the start of the season. Now, whether or not that happens later in the season, we don't know because Alshon Jeffrey's still here. According to Doug Peterson, he expects Alshon Jeffrey to be a contributor on this team this year. To what extent? No one knows. But if we're still expecting Alshon Jeffrey to be here and still expecting Deshaun Jackson to be here, I mean, they're veteran guys. Right? (laughs)
2: <laughs> see, see, like they probably even stopped making calls during the pandemic, and then like GMs are like, "Man, how he's calling me about Alshon? Man, we're we're in COVID right now. I sure don't want him. I I, I didn't want him pre-COVID, and I didn't want him post-COVID.
1: <laughs> but if you have those two guys, and again another veteran, Marquise Goodwin, and then you know Rieger and wherever the other the, the Greg Ward and wherever the other guys fill in. If though, I don't know what I just don't know what to expect from Alshon. No, like, hey, that's like problem. what's
2: the going into preseason. Whatever the hell that is, what what grade do you give this? The wide receivers, not the tight ends, not the pass catchers, but what the wide receivers? Knowing everything you know, the Alshon injury, Mm -hmm. Deshaun coming back off of playing one point one game.
1: Well, Marquise Goodwin playing what one point one game? Yeah, basically. Uh, C minus.
2: Oh, I was gonna go C, but I mean, like, like, and please, no, no. Give me, don't give me no Quez Watkins tweets, yeah, don't or, give like, me that. or like Tim Hightower, Hightower, Hightower John yeah, Hightower, whatever his name No, is. No, no, yeah. no, those guys were fifth, sixth round guys. Those guys will probably be practice squad, guys.
1: right? Yeah, no, no. The only guys, again, uh, the guys we named, of course, Greg Ward and Jay Joel. those are the only guys I factor in this. Great, I don't factor in these other guys, yeah. They're at best, they're a CSC minus. I mean, yeah. again, you like, you haven't <laughs> seen like, again, you know, nothing about Rieger. Like you've only seen a little bit of Greg. I mean, Greg Ward's great. He is who he is. It's, yeah. it's, it's fine. Marquise Goodwin, I don't, again, I don't know what you expect. You don't expect the world from him. And all stunk. So, I mean, it's like you really, really can't give these guys a high grade given that you haven't seen much of them. And then Alshon's hurt. So Yeah, and, and
2: also you had a massive loss on the offensive line this yes. week, Brandon Brooks. So, I asked, Roy, what will be – qualifier whenever the hell they start playing again what unit will be the best like what unit will be the best unit on the eagles offense or defense
1: i still it's tougher now because of the brandon brooks thing because that's huge i mean brandon brooks is a a all pro pro bowl caliber guard and he uh, brandon brooks for those who don't know injured his achilles towards achilles will miss the 2020 season um there is no plug and play guy i mean you can play matt Pryor. i mean but the falloff between Brandon Brooks and Matt Pryor is huge. I mean, there's no other way to – there's no other way to describe it. So that impact, that's going to have a huge impact on the offensive line. That being said, I, st- I still have questions about that defensive backfield. No, so but, did,
2: but do you have more questions about the defensive backfield or the wide receivers? For me, at least you know you have a certifiable stud on as one cornerback. Mm-hmm. in in Darius Slay. Correct. You can't
1: say you can't say that about wide receiver. Yes, you can. Don't 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 do that. Don't do that to my guy. Don't do that to my guy Deshaun. Don't do that. He played 1.02 games. Yeah, but what's he gonna play this year? Uh, Give my I, guy Deshaun some love. No, mm. I I need some Come
2: historical on. like I like historical data to make my <laughs> opinions. And the last historical data I have was he played one game. He he pulled his hammy on like the fourth play, and then eight games later, he pulled his hamstring on the
1: third play. Deshaun is going to be back and healthy and good to go.
2: You're watching too many of those Instagram videos. I was going to ask you if you all saw, yeah. like, if you saw um, um, some of those uh, Fugazi, Ben Simmons uh, um, uh, alley-oop-to-himself dunks.
1: Yeah, I saw Ben Simmons Throw the ball in the air from behind the three point line, but he didn't throw it at the rim. He threw it in front of the rim so he can catch it and dunk yeah, so, it. So
2: obviously he didn't throw the ball behind the behind three point line.
1: No, 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 no. I was like, if you're gonna throw the ball up in the air from that <laughs> spot, would you throw it at the rim? See if it goes in. How about that, buddy? So,
2: so, so asking for a a a, a three point shot post post COVID is is not is not likely for him.
1: You, look, he's had three months. Three? Well, I mean, he's been hurt, so okay, maybe not three months. You've had significant time to do something in the gym other than take your shirt off and <laughs> do, do behind-the-back dunks, all right? I'm sorry. Oh, and I'm, <laughs>
2: I'm telling you, he really is such, like, a basketball, like, group. Like, like he really is, <laughs> like, like trapping, like, tra- men and women because he, like, takes his shirt off, lifting weights. Oh, oh, he's got that, like, really good hairdo. I'm like, man, you guys fell for it again.
1: I, yeah, ref- like, yeah.
2: I refuse to fall for anything. I, like, I see it. I, I nod and I scroll down.
1: I am done. I am officially done falling for these Instagram thirst traps. I'm done. I am not doing it anymore. Like you said, like I fell for it last summer. I did. And oh, I, no.
2: I, we no. But the thing is we fell for it hard. Yeah. And then like like we're like, oh, man, he's going to shoot. Like, re- I remember when people said the over-under was like, I don't know, like 10 or something. We're yeah. Like I was totally going to shoot 10 yeah. like or make 10. I'm like, he didn't even shoot 10.
1: No, he hasn't even shot 10 or well, well, the regular season's over. Well, almost over, so he won't shoot 10 in the regular season. Yeah, no, this I'm not falling for this, I'm not falling for these the banana and the tailpipe with this. Um, but just to get back to the Eagles, saying, yep. yeah, I'm just I, I I, have faith, and again, maybe I'm maybe I'm falling in love with these Deshaun Jackson videos. Um, but I have faith that Deshaun Jackson is going to be a, a solid wide receiver on the outside. Now, again, who plays across from him, I don't know. That being said, with terrible wide receiver play last year, I mean they still—I mean—they defied all the odds in the world and still made it to the postseason. So,
2: do you think they're better than the Cowboys?
1: I do. I don't think so. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not overly. I'm not overly. Did you have you seen that wide receiving core? Yeah, I know. CD Lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Like yeah. Michael
2: Gallup. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Michael Gallup would be the certifiable number one on the Eagles. He's like the fourth receiver for them.
1: I don't disagree. Like, I mean, you're <laughs> probably like, if you ranked all those guys, like, forget Amari Cooper because he's obviously the best. But if you rank the rest of those guys, Michael Gallup's probably the second, the best guy to that second bunch, and then. Maybe Deshaun, and then probably it's probably CD Lamb. So I mean, yeah, like <laughs> they have three of the top four wide receivers. If you want, no, I, no I I
2: think people with that. Yeah, like, no, with you're like, talking me out of this now. No, please. people that are thinking that, like, oh, Carson Wentz, like I don't know, made water in the wine this year. Maybe he can't make water in the wine every year. Like I, I mean, I think that's like people are just expecting him to make bread when there's no bread.
1: Right. No, you're talking me you that. Know, the more I think about it, like that offense is really good. Um, so and, and
2: and and so I think on. their defense is equal. Yeah, I like,
1: yeah, that's fair. That's fair to say that they're at the equal. Um, I mean, I know they lost a couple guys, but I mean, they're the fair to say they're the equal of the of the uh of the Eagles. At I least. just
2: I, for the Eagles right now, I don't know. Like, I always say, what can you hang your hat on?
1: Right.
2: And right now, they don't have a clothes like they don't have a rack to like right. w- when they when they come in come in the door, where are they hang their coat.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing that's gonna say, "Oh, you know, the, the line's gonna get you 50 sacks this year," or your receiver, you're gonna have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you're gonna have two receivers that are gonna get you a thousand yards. Like, no, you don't.
2: Yes. No. Like someone said, "Oh, this is the Der- the breakout right year for Derek Barnett." I was like, "Okay,
1: <laughs> not doing that." Um, no, because I yeah. think
2: right now it's like he really like because Derek Barnett and, and I and I said this like he's the difference between the Eagles being a good team and a pretty good team. Yeah, no, and, I agree. and it's like because. There's no more excuses. You have you have Javon Hargrave. You have Malik Jackson back. You got Fletch. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you should you you're you're getting single covered and 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 one BG, yeah. yeah and one you have a sorry you have a cornerback that might actually be able to cover for two seconds
1: exactly exactly you know this is this is pulled up or shut up time uh, for for one uh, Derek Barnett. It's also pulled up and shut up set up time for one Drew Brees, who again had probably had the funniest 48 hour stretch. <laughs> Uh, uh, well like
2: funny for us
1: funny for us because we can make fun because it ain't us so we can make fun Drew Brees initially caught heat for criticizing uh Colin Kaepernick's protest during the national anthem Um he was on some I don't know zoom web chat or something like that and he's basically said the whole standard line you know it's like I don't you know appreciate people disrespecting the flag a lot of trash that we've yeah. already kind of d- debunked years ago but no one listened to it so of course Malcolm Jenkins was no who is was, was not shy on sharing his opinion uh, he went on social media and actually recorded a couple of videos, deleted uh, a couple of them because um, a couple got too hot. But yeah. the hottest one. The director's um, cut. Yeah, the director's cut, the unedited director's cut. Um, he told his quarterback, Drew Brees, that sometimes he needs to shut the bleep up, um, which got out <laughs> on the streets. And, you know, people kind of figured it out. It's like, hey, man, it's like, yeah, Yo, you just told Drew Brees to shut up. Like, yeah, what's up? Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that shows you how how comfortable Malcolm Jenkins in, is in his skin and his overall profile. Because how many people, like, how many players do you think would have the the wherewithal to tell Drew Brees, who Drew Brees. Before, before this was one of the, like, and, and, and I mean, he did all this, but I, I'm not going to, like, to say he he's really done, like, I mean, he put his money where his mouth is with Katrina, told him to shut the bleep up.
1: Yeah, no, like, <laughs> Drew, Brees, like Drew Brees is a 1st battle Hall of Famer one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He is one of the yeah. You know, he is one of the torchbearers in the NFL. Like he's probably one of the most ten most recognizable people yeah. in the entire league. Like he's like Drew Brees is a star among stars. Like he's a star. And Michael Jake is like as soon as Drew Brees dropped this video, Michael Jackson just, just grabbed his phone and was like I got some stuff to say.
2: <laughs> yeah, yes. didn't even didn't even try to call him. He was just like yo, I gotta get this off my chest right now.
1: Yeah. So he recorded a couple of, couple of videos. uh videos. Again, one was too hot. He had to delete it recorded another one and again it was a very again I, if you haven't watched it please watch it it was a very passionate very yeah. intense video of Malcolm Jenkins basically explaining it. it's like look man it's like we as black men we're under attack we need help we can't have people like you who I thought was a friend people like you kind of undermine our cause like that's not what it's about so um so Malcolm Jenkins has his video and then Drew Brees I think the next day they had like a team meeting um and Drew Brees basically had to say his mea couples and I'm sorry, and all that good stuff and after that, Drew Brees went on social media. First, I think it was the, the Instagram, the uh, the Apple Notes post, because everybody does the Apple Notes. Oh, oh, no, it was the Apple Notes, and then it was the Gram. Then it was the, well, which one, where's the, when was the video? When did he do the video? Then oh, I, oh, no, the video was first. Okay, so he did the video first. The, yeah. Then he hit us with the Apple Notes.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, because because right. then he added somebody yes. who, who still hasn't even come back at him yet. Because because I ask people, I'm like, where's Biff been? Because he know better. <laughs> because he know better tend to go at Drew Brees, and, and that's isn't that the perfect example of of needing allies? That like I, I mean like like there's how how but one that shows you the clout that Drew Brees has within right. just overall. Like mm-hmm. th- this would be like if Tom Brady did this. Ain't nobody right. going after like Biff ain't going after Tom Brady.
1: We saw a picture of Drew Brees and Biff hanging out in the (laughs) owner's box, just chatting it up, just just chilling like two two buddies. So when Drew Brees goes at the president and says, yo, Mr. President, you got it wrong. This ain't about, you know, the flag. This ain't about disrespecting the military. This is about police brutality. This is about Black Lives Matter. This is about, you know, making a statement. You know, this is like, you you know, don't keep, don't basically don't, don't keep spreading those lies. Yes. Like you said, like that happened three weeks ago. Still no response.
2: haven't heard but like that's why the reinforcement of other other voices that that aren't minorities are important and and i think and i think for because i was reading a bunch of this because this was just very fascinating it's like I, I and one like these guys looked at drew Brees as like a brother mm-hmm. and, and like and and, and I, I think we gotta like <laughs> I, I don't know he made a terrible error judgment but this dude has really like put his soul in New Orleans. Like I, mm-hmm. I I mean, like raised a lot of money for Katrina. Like, he didn't even just like hey, here's five million dollars. He's been in the community. That's why I think it was disappointing for right. for for his for his for his teammates to be like, yo, man, like you 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 get us hyped up in them videos and <laughs> and, and, and and like you talk in this trash.
1: That's the thing. It's like it, it's really it's re- the thing that hurts the worst is that is when the people you thought were allies yeah. turn out not to be out like you said like drew Brees, like he literally built houses like literally like yeah. habitat for humanity building houses in new orleans like he's in the mix like if, if i thought any white dude was about it like any athlete was about it drew Brees, like on the top five list like uh, I no no but,
2: but what i remember that video in the arena with 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 biff i was like oh 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 he really like like he really ain't about it.
1: No, 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 no. But Drew Brees again, and I and I think Drew Brees has had an awakening of some sorts, and I think Drew Brees again, actions speak louder than words. So I think yeah. Drew Brees going yeah. forward. No, he didn't have to do the
2: Instagram post. Right. He could have easily did that, that whack two minute video, right. and, and 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 like, and I think, and really what happened, probably more important is what he said to his teammates, right. because like, because you need to. You need to get these dudes to go, go to battle with you. Mm-hmm. And and they've always been willing to go to battle with Drew Brees. He just hasn't been able to throw the ball 10 yards. But I mean, like, <laughs> no, but, like, that's – isn't that what Drew Brees' is, like M.O. was? Like, everyone loved Drew – like, everybody everyone loved playing
1: Drew. Like everyone loved playing with Drew Brees. Everybody loved, everybody loved Drew. But I, no, I'm curious to see what he's going to do going forward. But I believe you're going to see him – hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm, whatever, with Malcolm Jenkins going forward. I don't
2: you think know. he has much of a choice.
1: Oh, yeah, not, not, yeah, not that he has much of a choice. Uh, I <laughs> man. man.
2: I miss, it. I miss like, the Like, if you like. he really just said, man, wifey, give me my phone. Exactly. Put, put on the video, and I'm just going to go off.
1: Oh man, uh, but no. But I think Drew Brees gonna be an ally, and like you said. Like there's gonna be more allies as well. Baker Mayfield said he'll kneel during the uh, during the national anthem this season. Um, you know, JJ Watt might even you know do some sort of uh, protest. Um, you know, like along with his his, his fellow teammates. So we're gonna see a lot more of this kind of thing, um, if and when there's there's an NFL season. Speaking of the NFL, a bunch of players put together a video asking the league itself to denounce police brutality and to say Black Lives Matter. And Roger Goodell from his basement did just
2: that. <laughs> man, there's been a lot of action in that basement over quarantine, man. <laughs> He's doing the draft in his basement. He He's saying Black Lives Matter in his base. No, that is like the NFL. And I think this shows mm-hmm. that – and it only took this kind of monumental moment to say, yo – we ain't gonna be bullied by by Biff no more. Because isn't that really, really what it, this is all about? Is like, right. mm-hmm. it's like, it's like staying on the side of the president and his cracked out supporters mm-hmm. and saying, yo, like, oh, if I do it, and like they're saying, like, there's like their retort to all these people saying, oh, we're gonna boycott. See, so like, don't do
1: it, do right. it. Right. Like we've we have long since established on this show, these people have no conviction. No. Right, they have no. They're, they they said no oh, they're going to boycott this, and they're not going to watch this, and they're not going to do this. What
2: exactly can they consume at this point? Like anything, really? they can't go. <laughs> they can't go to Target. No, like like like. I, I mean, what on earth? They can have Starbucks. That's it.
1: Um, I just want to go back to the whole series. The whole series of, I guess, the beef between Malcolm Jenkins and his crew versus Eric Reed and his crew. Oh again, God! The whole Players' Coalition, the original Players' Coalition. Can we just like? Here's the thing. Already? <laughs> here's the thing this stuff is glacial like this progress takes time this kind of stuff takes a long time to get done when malcolm jenkins you know got the nfl to agree to i think it was 85 million dollars or whatever the original commitment was people were like oh malcolm jenkins is a sellout malcolm jenkins is this that and the other i think malcolm jenkins and his guys i'm probably just setting the foundation for something like this yeah because like, again this takes time. Like this is not going to happen overnight. Like these these things take a while. So that's why that that initial thing that initial commitment has led to this commitment.
2: So yeah, no, this is you know. just and probably this is not my place to say that. Can we just squash all these stupid beefs? Like I don't know, like like Players Coalition versus Team Eric Reed, whatever beef like Kyrie has with X player. Like it would out of all the times on Earth to be unified. Isn't this the time for everyone just to say, "Yo, this is like whatever problems we have, or not even problems, just like philosophical differences"? To like squash it.
1: Hey, well, I- ideally, you would think so, but again, that's not the case. Let's let's talk about the Kyrie, since we have a few minutes left. Let's just jump into the Kyrie stuff right now. Kyrie Irving, again, you know, who's not even going to play um, this end of the setup NBA season. He is, a- a- according to reports, there was in a conference call. According to reports. He is uh, leading a coalition of players who do not want to return uh, to playing basketball in, in Orlando uh, later uh, Actually, at the end of next month. He says the players should use the time to work on the front lines and battle race, uh, racial oppression and systematic racism. And there's other players who agree with him. Um, not, most of them haven't gone on record. But Wilson Chandler did had have, have a tweet and say playing basketball will serve as a distraction and that players need to focus on the issues. Let's just go back to something you said in the first segment of the show. I don't see any – well, I don't want to say any reason. I think the best alternative or the best outcome or the best thing to do is to do both. I think, yes. you can, I think you can accomplish both things at the same time. And I think you should accomplish both things. I think that's the best thing to do because, again, players have all the power right now. They have all the leverage. Yes. Right you can ask for whatever concessions you want out of these owners because these owners want to finish a the season. They want to crown a champion. They want to get this money, as it all comes back to – for this TV, these TV deals and all this money that comes out of Orlando. They want to get all this money. So you can ask the owners to do whatever, whatever it is that you want from them. If you want Josh Harris to to sign a bill to Governor Wolf to you know do XYZ, you could probably do that now. Yeah. You know, you can get Mark Cuban to do stuff that he wouldn't under regular circumstances probably do. You get the bus family to do something that they probably wouldn't do. So you can, A, you can use your power to do that and B, when you're playing, and it's August, and you're like, other than baseball, you're the only sport people are really, really paying attention to. The eyes of the world are on you. So whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say, yeah. you're going to have the spotlight. Like, you will have the spotlight. LeBron will have the spotlight in August to say and do whatever he wants. So if yeah, he has a certain platform, then he can do it.
2: And it comes back to... How much will people be clamoring for? Considering we've gone without sports for six months. Like, I, I okay. mean, that is like you don't think people that wouldn't have paid attention that would have been paying attention to baseball and baseball's not around. Be like, oh, let me. Oh man, I haven't watched uh, sports in a while. Let me turn on Magic Timberwolves.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You're gonna you're gonna watch Magic Timber or you're gonna watch Lakers, Sixers, or whatever it is. And at the end of, the, you know, the post game press conference, if LeBron James wants to go on a twenty minute diatribe and talk about whatever is on his mind, whatever his platform is, because I know he's now he's about more than a vote. That's his new thing. I'm trying to get more people involved in the voting process and making sure uh, that you know that everybody, basically, because 2020, everybody can vote and vote responsibly. If you LeBron, LeBron James wants to talk about um, voting in America, you know, after the Six, the Lakers play the Sixers. He will have the spotlight on him. Yeah. There's nothing else going on. Like that's it. So like this is the time to do it. The eyes will be on you more now when you're playing, I think, than it would be if you aren't.
2: Oh no. Like and one, I just feel like cause people go back to the distraction thing. I think I think you're giving like I think you're just catering to the lowest common denominator right. of, of distraction. But I think most sane, like, I don't know, well rationed people can focus on two things at one time. I, I mean I'm just me.
1: No, no, and you're you're 100%. And, again, there's players who are fighting for, a, you know, I mean, a lot. So, like Avery Bradley says, you know, we've done the T-shirt thing. We've done the, pro, you know, the protesting during the anthem thing. You know, we need to get more, you know, black front office, you know, candidates. We need to get more partnerships with black-owned business. You can – I think you can do both. I think there's a way to do both and use the power and leverage that you have now. Again, going back to Killer Mike, to do that now because yeah. now is as good a time as, as ever. Because again, you can get these owners to commit to things now that they wouldn't necessarily commit to under different circumstances.
2: And and I think, um, and it's probably minor, but these guys want to make a living. I I Mm -hmm. mean, like, for every Kyrie Irving, there's 30 Shake Miltons that are on three year deals and are like, I I mean, I want to protest, like, I don't know, like, inequality too, but I also want to get paid. Like, and it's like, and and that's okay. Like, I, I mean, like, it's like, like, I just like hate the fact that like some of these people feel this burden to like say, oh, I just want to just like, like, like make some money and be treated equal. Like it's like, like, <laughs> yeah. the, both yeah. things shouldn't be mutually exclusive because I feel yeah. like, because I feel like people are saying, oh, these guys want to play. It's like, oh, they don't believe in the cost. I'm like, no, it's because they, because they have three kids. Like, exactly. I, I mean,
1: and it's like trying to make a name for themselves. And like you said, a year lost playing, playing any sport, it's huge. You only yeah. get X amount of years to play. Yeah, like, no, well, he,
2: and, you know, and, yeah. and even for basketball, too, like, like I, I think football, it's probably like the worst because I yeah. I, I mean, but I mean, for, for basketball, it's like, like you've lost one year of your peak athleticism.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you're Shake Milton, again, you might not even be in the league next year. Like, you, just, yeah. you don't know, I mean, it's like things happen, you don't know if you're in the league next year, you don't know, if you tear your ACL, you don't know if anything's going to happen. Next year. LeBron James has been in the league 100, you know, however many years. You know, any year he can, every year he has left is golden to him. Any chance yeah. he has to win a title is very important to LeBron James and every other veteran in, in his league. So it matter like a year of basketball matters, it matters to everybody. So again, you can't just dismiss it that they yeah, just no, want to play. Yeah, yeah. no,
2: and, and in a league that's predominantly black, I mean, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I, I just, I just hate the fact that like some of these dudes feel the need to like pick a side. It's like no, they shouldn't no. need to pick a side. They should be able to like, like, like make money and be able to protest uh, inequality, like protest what's going on. And it shouldn't have to be this like, but I feel like with there's factions and like there shouldn't be factions anymore.
1: Right. Again. And we've seen, again, we've seen players in the past, you know, we've seen Bill Russell, we've seen, uh, cream Jabbar. We've seen backup like, Jenkins. I mean, you can do both at the same time. Like, it's not like it's again, it's not a this is like a there's a Venn diagram you can kind of meet in the middle where the two yeah. circles interact. Like, you can do both. Like, it's it's cool. Um, one thing, one lead that can't do anything is Major League Baseball, who can't even commit to an agreement. Um, I thought that a couple of I guess, I guess it was a week ago now when the players said, Yo, just tell us when to show up and we'll show up. I thought that was going to be it. I thought the owners were going to give you the 50 game schedule and be done. That said, the owners came back with a 60-game proposal, which according to the players was not good enough. So now the players have responded with a 70-game proposal <laughs> as we uh, tape this show. Hopefully by the time this airs, there's some sort of agreement. But well, let me just ask you the question. we got a couple minutes left. Will there be baseball this year? No. There will not be? No. You don't think they, they figured this out?
2: I feel like there is like every time people feel like Whenever a Heyman or it's been Heyman till like, I don't know, say oh, all the deals near, you have one side saying, nah, nah, right. nah, we don't have a deal. Like there's like, I feel like each side, I mean, mainly the owners, but I don't think the players are at fault here. Like are, 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 are like faultless either. It's like, I, I mean, like, it, it, it's like this contrarian thing. It's like, yo, like, I, I mean, just make it work. Like, I like, like, both uh, both entities should want a season plate. And, right. like, I, I mean, what I feel like this has been baseball's curse for 30 years is they literally have no idea how irrelevant their sport is to the mm-hmm. gen pop, and they feel like they can just keep this, like, they'll keep the hardcore fan. The hardcore fans will come back. But at some right. point, the hardcore fans won't come back. Right. And I think this could be it. Like, this is, like, I mean, I, like, if you're talking about optics i mean this is the worst looking optics ever because they can't even get past like like i don't know like the games are going to play like the mm-hmm. number of games which is like i mean you still haven't gotten like 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 safety precautions I, I mean like that's probably like their project plan is like completely destroyed right
1: now you know and and that's the thing it's like the nba has a 113 page plan as far as safety precautions and who can play ping pong with each other and all these other sorts of things what hotels people are staying staying in in orlando The player, the baseball players, can't even figure out how many player, how many games they're going to play, whether it's sixty or seventy. That's a problem.
2: Yeah, yeah. I assume they. It's almost July.
1: (laughs) I assume they got rid of that plan to play in Florida and Arizona because those are hotbeds of of coronavirus. I don't think that's going to happen. But it's like it's like it's in. We're in July now. Again, we've already missed three months of the season, you guys haven't figured this out yet. And again, and every other team, the MLS has a plan to come back. WNBA has a plan to come back. Even Um, hockey he has a plan to come back, and you guys just haven't figured this out. I am optimistic. I think there's going to be baseball. I think they'll settle at 65 games, and I think it'll be prorated. But again, we could have we could have been here two months ago. But baseball, really stubborn.
2: Another sport for me to uh, wager. It.
1: One one thousand percent. All right, that is it for us this week on the Brawl Street line. Again, a lot of stuff to get into. And it, was, course, it was good
2: to get back in the lab.
1: Back in the lab. We'll be back next week. We'll have some more stuff to talk about next week. I'm sure baseball and have an agreement next week. I'm sure we'll all be sitting pretty. Alshon um,
2: Jeffrey will uh, take another picture of of, of his healthy self.
1: Al, Alshon Jeffrey's going to take a picture. The Eagles will sign Josh Gordon. I mean, everything's going to be good. <laughs> everything's going to be good. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please.
2: Have a great weekend, everyone.
1: See you guys.